From what's on to what matters, it's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. It's that time on a Thursday where we go through the NRL tips and uh, very sadly, oh, I have to play this. I, uh, I have to. <sighs> I'm eating humble pie this morning because Barry Tui, my very special guest from the Newcastle Herald, He's had eight out of eight last week. He had the perfect round. Not only has he caught me, he's now overtaken me. And because he was off last week, I didn't have to eat humble pie, but I certainly have to this week. Congratulations, Baz. Eight out of eight. Yeah, I was due, Trace. I was due. Um, <laughs> you were. Yeah, exactly. So I got a bit lucky on a couple of games. But anyway, that's that's how that's the nature of the beast with um, footy tipping. It yeah. is. It is. Yeah. Now, what on earth made you uh, made you choose uh, the Roosters? That was uh, that was the one that obviously got you uh, through across the line with uh, with your perfect round. That was a big call, my friend. Yeah. Look, I just thought the Roosters. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure why. I just had a hunch that they were going to win, and and um, they uh, well, they got off got out of the blocks and and um, did enough, basically, they, in the end. They really did, didn't they? They were, uh, yeah, they were they quite did. impressive. So, yes, congratulations. You are now sitting on 60, uh, 66 points in the uh, Newcastle Herald and Newcastle Live Tipping Competition. I'm now sitting one point behind you on 65. Oh, OK. Mm. Well, I did, uh, I did say at the start of the year, Trace, that it was a, it's a Melbourne Cup. It's not a... Um, not a sprint. It's not the golden slipper. So you got to you got to hang in there and and just keep keep battling away. And and that's what happens. I think you, you might have been three or four in front of me about. I, I was, and uh, yes, I was very pleased that I got to talk with uh, Bobby Dillon last week because I didn't have to admit how badly I went because uh, <laughs> I think you were already one up on me by uh, by that time. But yeah, you're now two up on me. Well done, mate. You got me. Not only did you yeah, get me, well, you passed me. I'm, I'm not. I'm not bragging about it yet because there's a long way to go. <laughs> there really is a long way to go, and uh, yes. of course, this round it's a split round because of uh, representative duties. Are the Newcastle Knights lucky to have the uh, the representatives they've got in there, or should we have more? No, I think they're pretty fortunate. Um, well, I think Caelan Pong was always going to be picked, and so was Dane Gagai. But, um, and I'm really pleased for, for Tyson Frizzell. Um, he obviously missed last year's series with through injury and would have been picked last year but wasn't. So there was a probably a train of thought that he may not get picked this year, but he's been one of Newcastle's most consistent players. And look... Um, Jake, Jacob Safidi, while on form, he probably doesn't deserve to be in the extended squad uh, in front of a few others. But um, you know, he was the Knights Player of the Year last year, and and I thought probably had his best game last week. Mm. Um, so um, great for him. Obviously, Daniel Safidi, while his form hasn't been great either, but he picked up that injury, so that probably crueled him. And and who knows? Maybe maybe uh, Jacob got in because Daniel didn't. I don't know, but. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things. Obviously, around Origin time, you you get a little bit lucky sometimes, and, other, and as you know, there's players out there, Jake Travoyevich for one, who's missed out completely. Mm. That um, was a bit of a surprise to me. So um, there's always, you know, there's always those that are probably a little bit surprised to get in, and some that are unlucky they missed out. 
What do you put down, uh, Jake Trebojevich, not being made uh, part of that squad? I mean, obviously Manly's form's been up and down, but so too has the Newcastle Knights' form. What do you put that down to, the fact that he missed yeah, out? Yeah, well, well, I think he's been great for New South Wales in the last however you know, mm. many years, Jake. And, and the only thing I can put it down to is the fact that... Um, Sittler probably wants to play a little bit more up-tempo, maybe. And also, Jake plays the same role, virtually, for Manly, that Isaiah Yeo plays for Penrith. And and I I think that um, Fittler will be thinking and looking to maybe play Isaiah Yeo for, you know, probably 70 minutes or 65 minutes. And and probably just thought that um, we don't need both. Mm -hmm. And uh, for that reason, he's left... He's left Jake out, but um, he's he's been great for New South Wales, as I said, and and uh, sort of one of those inspirational players. Uh, pretty unlucky not to be there, I would have thought. Now, also uh, pretty devastating news since we last spoke, uh, which is uh, Tommy Turbo is out for the season. That's uh, that's just a devastating blow to Manly, to New South Wales, to Australia. You know, he is such a uh, such a star. That's a big loss. Yeah, massive loss, and it makes your top four tip for Manly look even shakier now, doesn't it? Thank I'll be you. Lucky to make, I'll be lucky to make the eight now. You've put the knocker on them. But look, as far as Tommy goes, I, I'm um, I'm devastated for New South Wales. Mm. I, I think Queensland will be favourites, even even in Sydney, probably deserve favouritism. And and if you're looking at form, they're probably I, I don't know. I'm I'm leaning toward. I'll be leaning towards them to win. To be honest. Um, with Turbo and 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 Latrell Mitchell, our two strike players, our two best players in last year's series, outside of probably Daniel Safidi, mm. they were the they were the one and two. I would have thought the two centres for New South Wales, and neither of them are going to be there. So, um, yeah, I think um, Queensland will be very very confident. I, I tell you, someone who's be breathing a sigh of relief is Dane Gagai, not having to worry about having to try and handle Latrell Mitchell again. He'd be, uh, he'll, he'll be, be laughing. pleased, wouldn't he? Yeah. Oh, just yeah, a little he'll bit. be very pleased. His defence is not great at the best of times, Dane, but when he's got trying to keep Latrell Mitchell in check as he was last year, and they're supposed to be good mates, and uh, yeah, look, I, th- I think Gag, Gags, will, uh, Gags will probably play really well because he, he'll be happy that that's the case. Um, Queensland have picked a really good side, picked a really quick side. Um... Yeah, it'll be an interesting game, actually. Really interesting. I don't think it's going to be an as easy a win as New South Wales uh, is probably expecting. I mean, we always go in going, you know, yes, yes, yes. I think this Queensland side's not too bad at all. Yeah, I think they're very good. As I said, I'll, I'll, I'll probably... I haven't had a real good look yet, but I'll probably... Um, and I know the game's in Sydney, which is a, a big boost for New South Wales first up, but uh, if it was Queensland, for example, I had no hesitation in, in tipping the Maroons. Mm-hmm. I think, um, as I said, in, on form and and uh, personnel-wise, given that New South Wales has got a few out, I think um, Queensland are entitled to be pretty confident and, and even to the point of, well, they won't be because they never are, but mm-hmm. favourites to win. So, there's we'll no, the, there's hope, nothing hope worse. Yeah, I was going to say there's nothing worse than a Queensland fan. They're uh, yeah, they're not pleasant at this time of year, are they? We don't no, we don't like not. them much at all. Now, great signing for the Newcastle Knights uh, yesterday with uh, with Hannah Southwell announced that she's coming back to play in the NRLW here for the Knights. That's a huge coup for the side. Yeah, it is. Um, took them long enough to oh, announce just it. a bit. <laughs> Every, everyone knew she was coming. So uh, and there's a few others as well that um, haven't announced yet either. I don't think so. Um, yeah, look, the the Knights look like they're going to have a really strong female side next year. Oh, this year, end of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've got two girls from Brisbane. They've got uh, Hannah's back. 
or Hannah's you know, returned to Newcastle, yeah. and there's a couple of other girls coming from from uh, the Roosters as well that are, that are local girls or close enough to being local girls. So yeah, we we, uh, we look like going from cellar dwellers to maybe uh, who knows we might even have a crack at winning the title. Man, which would be fantastic. that would be fantastic awesome for the girls. And and you and I both saw it at, on the day, and I must admit, I my eyes opened big time. When, when I saw it, and obviously the girls' eyes have opened big mm. time too. It's the centre of excellence mm. and the facilities there, the dressing, the change rooms for the girls are identical to the change rooms for the guys, and uh, they're, they're, you know, state-of-the-art, pretty special. So I can imagine those girls got uh, got a look at, look at the centre of excellence and then they got shown to their, you know, their change rooms and they thought to themselves, wow, this is... Uh, and I think Hannah even commented on yeah. that very thing and so did, did the... Queensland girls, so um, yeah, it's fantastic, fantastic for uh, for uh, for Newcastle and fantastic for the Knights that um, they've attracted some big names. Now, obviously, the big problem we still have with our uh, with our men's side is a halfback. Um, what's your what are you hearing on this? Where are we at with our halfback? Well, I think um, they'll do whatever they can um, to keep Anthony Milford or mm-hmm. sign Anthony Milford long term. They've obviously only signed him till for the rest of this season and the. And the thought was, and the talk has been, that he he'll be going to the Dolphins and 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 catching up with Wayne Bennett again mm-hmm. um, at the end of the season and and be going back to Queensland. But I think um, I think the Knights recognise now that um, there's not there's not a lot of um, you know play not the top echelon of playmakers are already gone. Um, there's none available, and if they don't get Milford, then I'm not sure who they're going to get. Um, so it's imperative now mm. they got the money. It's imperative now that they talk Anthony Milford into staying a bit longer. Um, and look, to be honest with you, I, I, I think um, well, I think he made a huge difference last week. I mm. thought he was close to Newcastle's best on the weekend, and and it's only going to get better. His combination with a couple of the players, uh, particularly Carlin Ponga. Um, so I can see him making a big difference at the, at the back end of the season and. And if you're Anthony Milford, do you really want to go back to Brisbane and and face the you know the pressure cooker uh, you know conversation that he that he goes through each and every week every year with the media up there and and uh, does he really want to go there again or does he want to stay in Newcastle and and uh, you know keep it pretty low low key low profile and let's hope he does. Absolutely. What do you think our chances are? Oh look, I think um, well without knowing exactly whether he's even done a deal with Wayne or mm. Bennett's come out and said that there's no contract there. They haven't announced anything. It's just been you know they've been having discussions. I know Wayne was was very uh, vocal and open when uh, the court case stuff was handed down, and the NRL uh, refused to let Milford play straight away. Wayne came out then and and uh, supported him big time. So, look, and they really haven't got, they haven't really signed anyone from a from a halfback's point of view, the Dolphins. So, you know, they're obviously hoping that he'll come back and and her, you know, Milford's wife's family, probably, they probably all live in Brisbane as well. So it'll be difficult, but mm. um, as I say, Newcastle will, well, they've got the money. The money's sitting there. I think, I think there's no... Risks they'll be able to, uh, they'll be uh, you know able, able to offer him something that's worthwhile for him to stay. But it's just it's just going to come down to whether Milford wants to uh, go back home or whether he wants to stay 
um, in Newcastle longer term. Hopefully he does. Well, the way that Newcastle's uh, you know treated him and looked after him so far, you'd, you would uh, you'd fingers crossed. Well, that's hoping. the other thing too, Trace. Yeah, he, uh, the Knights have were the ones that um, signed him and and took the pun on him when he was in court um, after you know basically he signed a deal with South that was never registered by the NRL. So um, South sort of you know half did the dirty on him there to a certain extent. So and Newcastle, you know. Um, took up the slack there, so hopefully um, he wants to repay the Knights longer term. Um, and like I say, we, we we're in a situation where there's no real standout halfbacks or even five eights on the market for next year. Um, obviously, Munster becomes available for 24, and I think the Knights are still harbouring thoughts of, of making some sort of a decent offer to snare him as well, but. Um, uh, and the other thing for Newcastle too, Trace, is they need to be performing better than they've performed. I mean, from a recruitment point of view, the last thing a team needs or a club needs is for them to have, you know, lost seven of their last nine or whatever, eight of their last ten or whatever it is. So uh, they need to show Milford that, um, you know, they, they're going to be a, a force to be reckoned with, um, particularly next year. Um, because you can bet your life that Dolphins probably won't be a force next year. So Newcastle maybe have got that in their favour too if they pick pick up a couple more recruits. Fingers crossed. Righto, let's get on to uh, the first of the split rounds. We've got the Titans taking on the Cowboys. It's up there at, uh, at home on the Gold Coast. Oh, I've chopped and changed this so many times, Baz, so, so many times. Um, I'm going to go the Titans tonight. Yeah, look, I've you know my thoughts about the Titans. I was, I was stuck rigid with them for a long while, and then I um, at halftime last week I was filthy on myself for tipping the Broncos, but um, then they fell in a hole and, and and got beat. So I've tipped the Cowboys. I'm not a hundred percent sure why. I know they got I think four players out to Origin. The Titans have got their captain out. Um, I just I just can't tip the Titans at the moment with any confidence. I I can't see how they can be confident going into this game after the carnage that happened in the second half last mm. week. And, and uh, it's one of those games where you think, OK, well, they could respond and, and uh, you know, fight fight to the death and, and come out winners, or they could be down on confidence. And, and the Cows, even though they got got uh, a bit of a touch-up last week as well, I thought I thought the Cows played pretty good, actually. It was just Penrith just on another oh, level at the moment. Completely other level. So that's why I've tipped the cows, but not with any confidence. Okay, righto. The next one I think is a pretty easy one. Mind you, half the side's out, but I think they'll still uh, wallop the Bulldogs. It is uh, the Panthers taking on the Bulldogs. It is at uh, at Bulldog Stadium. It is at Bulldog Stadium. It is at Panther Stadium. Oh, wow. There's just more and more crap coming out of out of um, the dogs at the moment. No one knows which way is up. Do we know, is Matt Dufty in, out? What's the, the latest no, with that? I think the, la- the latest is he was going to be dropped. So um, I don't think Matt Dufty will be playing, which is probably a disadvantage for, the, for Penrith, actually, mm. the way that he's been playing. Yeah, you'd uh, want him there. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I, you, I, I looked at the Penrith team. I know they got their halves out. they got Isaiah Yo out. So they, they've got their three best players out, probably. Um, obviously, their wing is out as well, and their centre's out. So they've got they got a lot of players out, but um, they've still got some decent players in some key positions. And, I, look, at the moment, you just can't tip the Bulldogs with any sort of, you know, reason, to be honest. What so, are you hearing I, is coming out of down there? I mean, obviously, there's um, lots of rumours around uh, Brad Fittler. Um, wow. Well, but the, who the, the hell knows? The, 
Well, exactly. And, I mean, when you got Phil Gould coming out and saying that he hasn't even thought about he's going to coach uh, in the long term, well, you just wonder what the hell is going on there. Yeah. I, I've, I've got no idea. I'd, I, I'd be surprised if Brad Fittler will do it, but who knows? He might harbour... You know, he, he might harbour those thoughts of wanting to coach back in the NRL again. I would have thought Brad Fittler's life would be pretty good at the moment, but um, mm. maybe he's he's got some aspirations to do that again and to do it under under uh, Phil Gould. I suppose from Gould's point of view, he would probably think that Fittler would would suit him down to the ground. I mm. guess, um, but I, I don't know. I trust your guess is as good as mine. I don't think any of the any of the journos. I've got no idea from what I can gather as to as to what's going to happen. There's talk of Maguire being sacked at the at uh, the Tigers and 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 have coached his last game at the Tigers, and he might walk into the job at the Bulldogs. But who knows? It's a kind of like just throw throw all the t- all the coaches up in the well, air. That's it's, about it's where we're at at the moment. Exactly what it is. Mm. Trace. Um, the only thing I would say that um, seems to be factual is that um, Cameron Seraldo has is the Penrith assistant coach and probably the well is rated the next the next young coach to emerge as an NRL coach the, the talk is the strong talk is that he won't be going to the won't be going to the Bulldogs and I probably don't blame him because uh at the moment, that club's probably a coach killer more than any any other. Yeah, no. Look, and, and the other thing is, I wouldn't be wanting to go with. Uh, I know he's got a good relationship with Gus uh, Gus Gould, but really, uh, would you want to go there with Gus over your well, shoulder? Well, yeah, mm. nah, not really. No. Not when Gus says that Trent will be Trent Barrett will be there long after I'm gone, and mm. Trent Barrett's gone about mm. two week and a half later. Yeah, I told you, kiss of death. He's the absolute kiss of death. Now, uh, it may as well be a home game for the Warriors because it is, uh, it's the Sea Eagles taking on the Warriors. Uh, it's a Sea Eagles home game. What are you thinking this one? Um, oh, look, the, the Warriors, the, the Knights, I thought last week, I was up here, actually. I'm still up here. I but, saw a um, lovely photograph of you actually standing at the signing oh, session. Yeah, look, you, you can't you go. go anywhere, Baz. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought the Knights were really lucky to win. To be honest, mm. um, I think I think the Warriors crueled themselves with their kicking game. They made some just some fundamental errors, kicked out on the full from a kickoff, and kicked out on the full in general play a couple of times, and and dropped the ball from the kickoff, uh, which Newcastle um, made them pay. And and uh, but uh, obviously no Cherry Evans for for um, for Manly. And obviously no Tommy Turbo mm-hmm. as well, but uh, Jake Tarojevic is there. We'll have a point to prove. Foreign will run the show. Um, mainly I go and flash either, but I, I think uh, with the two teams the way they are, the Warriors both have lost their props. Both props lodges gone completely, and Fenua Blake's out injured. Uh, they're two big outs for them. I, I think mainly win, but it won't. Be, I won't be surprised if there's an upset there. Yeah, no, not not in the slightest. I'm uh, I'm going to the Eagles too because you know I still want to get them into the four. Anyway, <laughs> um, the final game for uh, for this split round is uh, the Raiders taking on the Roosters again. The Roosters were so great, but the Raiders are at home. Um, you know, it's again, it's a toss up this one. I have gone the Roosters. I've I've gone with you. I've gone with the Roosters, but it won't surprise me if uh, if the Raiders come come over the top. Yeah, I thought thought about this long and hard too because you look at well, there's no Tedesco mm. for a start. 
Um, and he's a massive out for the Roosters, and, and uh, they got a couple of a couple of other players missing as well. So um, yeah, I, I, and and the Raiders have been going really good, mm. really good. Um, they've you know really picked up their act in the last month. So I'm, I'm with you, Trace. I, I, I went the Roosters, but. Um, this is probably the game where I've, it's a 50-50 bet mm. in a lot of respects. So it won't surprise me if the Raiders win. No, I, they're just they're playing out of their skin at the moment. It's like as if uh, Ricky's given them the final, you know, G up the butt and uh, and they're playing. Well, listen, my friend, thank you. So are you up there for the State of Origin? Are you staying up there at no, the moment? No, no, no. Oh, no. damn. See, these, I'll, these I'll, media I'll freebies. I'll be back next week at some point. So. Oh, good. The, is the first state of origin up here? Or is it no, it's not. It's down in Sydney, isn't it? Yes. It's in Sydney, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm just so used to it always being up there. I, you feel like it's I always think, up there. Well, they always seem to get the advantage, mm. don't mm. they? Queensland. Mm. I'm, I'm standing in a car park at the moment. There's no Queensland around me. I don't think yeah, be, so. be, I can talk. Be careful. Yeah, I, be careful up there. I can talk uh, frankly and just say that, uh, yeah, we always seem to bow to the Queenslanders and, and um, they normally always get the first game. But... Uh, Good to see New South Wales, hopefully, um, because if we lose the first one, then we'll lose the series. So we need to win this game, obviously. Absolutely, we do. Well, listen, hopefully we might be able to catch up uh, next Wednesday and do a bit of a preview. Uh, otherwise, uh, I'm going New South Wales anyway, because, you know, I'm a, I'm a New South Welshman. I can't go any other way. <laughs> well, I'll be the same. I'll be, I'll be tipping New South Wales mm. and desperately hoping that uh, hoping they win, just like you. Yeah, definitely. You stay safe, my friend. It's lovely to hear from you. It's lovely that you have your voice back again today. Uh, uh, yeah, Robbie stood in very, very well for you, but uh, there's only one Baz Tui. Well, good on you, Trace. Thanks, mate. I'll chat with you next Talk week. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. That is Barry Tui from the Newcastle Herald, and he joins us every Thursday right here on Newcastle Live to go through the NRL and also what's happening with the Newcastle Knights. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. We're going to catch up with Bonnie in just a moment to find out what's happening on The Good Stuff. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines, what it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.